Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey, 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 I am on ya. Hey, 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 I am Mommy. Hey, 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 I am Mommy. Welcome to the third season of Cozy Womb Podcast, where we can all learn and grow into better parents, one explained experience at a time. Let's go! Let's go! Hey, hey, it's Anya Dula, and I am the host of Intercultured with Anya Dula. Intercultured with Anya Dula is a podcast that focuses on motherhood, culture, birth work, and travel. And it's just a place for women to come together to discuss our philosophies on motherhood, to discuss our work and birth work, if that's what we do, but mainly to bring women of all different cultures together so that we can talk about how we mother, how we hashtag do motherhood so that we can learn from one another and learn to love each other. That's really what it's all about. I hope you'll join us. Intercultured with Anya Dula podcast is available on all the major podcast stations. I hope you'll join us. Can't wait to connect. Here we go. Back to the show. Back to the show. Welcome back. This is Cozy Womb Podcast. My name is Shan. And this is episode seven of season three of Cozy Womb. Today we're going to talk about how do I teach my kid about consent? What is consent? Uh, How do I bring it up? What do I say? Uh, What things should they know? At what age? That's for you to determine. But I think today, in a world where social media comes at them fast, where everything, they just have to scroll through. Facebook comes at them fast. Twitter comes at them fast. Uh, YouTube comes at them fast. Older kids, you know, on the bus or at the bus stop comes at them fast situations come at them fast tv 
is not the TV I had when I was six. So it's better for your kid to know, to be aware, to be prepared than to not know and be in a situation without you. Um, So we're just going to talk about everything on the cusp of consent. I'm not going to really dig in too deep about it because I don't think every child at any age needs to know the super details about it. But I think um, children should be more aware so they can know what choices they have. So we're talking about consent. All right, parents, um, your kids could listen to this with you or without you. You can have this on the speaker. You can have this in your headphones. You can play this in the car. But let's just dive into this. So consent is something very important. It's about, you know, you having a voice for your body and you having a voice for your mind. And you have to remember when talking to kids that you tell them, until you are 18, I am responsible for you. And, you know, you can consent to most things at 18. Depending on what state you are in, you can consent to certain apps, certain programs at age 13, especially for media. And at a certain age... In certain states, you can consent to sexual acts or um, doing possible drinking or going into a bar, depending on what country you're in, at 16. So it really depends on where you live. Um, If you have a teenager, I suggest you inform them of the laws in that state. Inform them of their choices Um, their options and what to do when things go wrong wrong, or quote-unquote things go left and how to handle certain situations, what they should say, what they shouldn't say. Just really prepare your teenager for being out here. I think parents get worried about their girls more than boys. My thing is, I think we have to teach our girls and our boys. And I think we have to cut out the oh, I think girls need more guidance or girls need more talking to. I think my boys know what I expect. No, don't think. As a parent, you need to know. So when it comes to consent, you got to think about your child's personal responsibility when it comes to consent. You got to think about your child's boundaries. And you got to think about the verbal consent is always, always, always needed first verbal consent okay you got to think about you know what questions should they ask themselves when they're alone in a party or their friends left or they're in a room with someone they don't know or they thought they were comfortable with the situation and now they're not comfortable what do they say how do they get out of that how do they not look like a, um, a snitch or a scaredy cat or um a, a square or a lame and how do they really just control the scenario and the situation that they're in and they really feel good about themselves at the end of the day and they get to come home healthy and one piece and safe 
and, um, you know, without harm being done. And when it comes to girls and boys, you need to teach your girls and boys about body language. Body language never lies, but I don't think any boys or girls should be making moves solely based upon body language. Body language can't be it. Every part of consent should always be verbal or um, written or traceable, okay? And when I say that, I'm talking about informed consent, okay? There are two kinds of consent that I think today matter. The other types of consent really don't matter unless you're an adult and you're going into more details legally. Express to your kids that expressed consent matters, okay? Informed consent matters. When I'm speaking about informed consent, the reason why I like that is because we live in a time where almost every kid has a cell phone. Almost every kid has a smartphone. And almost every kid has a tablet or a computer or some type of device where they can quickly get on the internet and post pictures, videos, or text. Okay? Which is beneficial for teens who spell out words correctly um, that do not give nicknames for body parts or um, sexual favors or drugs or people or places, okay? And it is our job as parents to be informed about the latest lingo through text. What are the teens texting? What does this mean? Um, What are the kids into? You need to know, okay? And being that we live in a time of a paper trail, quote unquote, digitally, which means you can have informed consent through face-to-face, okay? But if it's just face-to-face, your words can be used against you later if something happens. You can have informed consent through text. Why? Because you have a paper trail. If anything happens and something needs to be investigated, that text can be pulled up through your phone records, okay? You have a phone call. That can be proof later on if something happens that this call was made at this time and this location, okay? That's helpful. You have email, which I like, which is kind of informal for teens in their opinion, but it's very formal for adults. I love a good email because that's proof and it's time stamped and you know when you sent it and you can always pull it up. Because that is a paper trail, okay? It's a PT. It's a paper trail. Then you have screenshots. These kids love to screenshots, to be petty, to gossip, to laugh at, or to just have on record. That is also a PT, a paper trail. So that kind of consent, I like. Because I can always double back and see what went on when and who said what, okay? The other type of consent that I like is express consent. Teach your child how to say no and mean it. Teach your child how to say stop and mean it. 
Teach your child how to say, no, I don't want to, and mean it. Teach your child how to say, please let me go, loud and clear, so it's not, please keep going, or please may I have be direct. Teach your child how to be direct. If they have to scream it at the top of their lungs, let them scream it at the top of their lungs. But boys and girls need to know how to stand up for themselves, understand their worth, understand their value, and say no when they're uncomfortable. If you talk to your kids, they're going to understand what they need to do when a certain situation comes up. If you test your kids, you can test them in a way of asking, say, say you're driving in the car, right? Y'all going to the mall. All of a sudden, out of the blue, hey, Jake, let's say you're at a party, right? And you're with your friends and you're with people you don't know. And you go in the kitchen um, for a drink. And then you um, may see someone spiking the drink that a lot of people are drinking, but they don't know. What do you do? What do you say? Who would you tell? How would you feel? Like, all of that is going to help you understand where your child is in the mind, what work you need to do with your child, and what do you need to teach your daughters. Say you're um, at home in the kitchen, you know, y'all just got finished laughing at a joke, and you should say, hey, Hey, Anya, what would you do if um, you were at a, you and a friend went to another friend's house, um, but it's not your friend, it's your friend's friend, and you all were like in the house, their parents were at home, and they went into like this vase or something, and they took out some type of drug, whether it's a cigarette or um, marijuana or weed, what would you do? You have to have these conversations. You can't be like, you know what? My daughter's too young. My son's too young to be doing drugs. My my son and my daughter's too young to be drinking. They're not going to drink. I don't have to talk about the about that with them yet. Or my children are too young to be having sex, so I'm not going to have that conversation. They're they're too young. They don't need to know. Do not breed naiveness. Do not leave room to not know. It's better if your child knows and doesn't do than to not know, be in a situation and something happens and they don't know how to connect the dots. Because if something happens and they come home and they're going through shell shock, they need to know what to say to you to tell you what happened, detail for detail, okay? So please, Have the what would you do test with your children, no matter what age they are. I have what would you do test with Anya um, when it comes to her being lost or me going to the car and me not coming back for like an hour or so. What would you do? Um, How would you uh, protect Ari? If the kitchen was on fire, what would you do? If, um, let's say, we got into a car crash, what do you do? What's the first thing that you do? Like, you have to have these discussions. Life will come at your child 
out of the blue, just like life will come at you out of the blue when you're behind the wheel going to work like you do every morning. You have to be prepared. You have to help your kid prepare. Um, also have the who would you call if this happened test, okay? All of this goes behind consent because you cannot be around your child 24-7, seven days a week for the rest of your child's life. You can't be. It's impossible. I tried it. (laughs) It's impossible. It's not going to happen. So just prepare them. You have to teach your child, you know, how would you leave this situation if this was happening? Um, How would you get out of uh, this issue? You know, how do you feel when people do this to you? Um, when you see this in movies, how does it make you feel? Okay. You see what's happening right here? Pause. What do you think went wrong right here? Like all of this is helping your child learn how to think for themselves, be, um, a bit more wise, when it comes to situations they might be in without you. And if they can think on their own with these scenarios that you are teaching them and giving them, you know, an eye to, they're going to be better off in the world with or without you. Okay. And because we don't know when you know, negative things happen and people are taken away from us, prepare them when you have them, okay? Teach your child, boy and girl, how to control their urges. Teach them how to control their urges when it comes to um, peer pressure. Teach them how to control their urges when it comes to them being angry. Teach them how to control their urges when it comes to them really liking somebody a lot. Um, Or if they feel like they're in love or do they know what love is or um do what power does a promise hold um explain to them that nothing is forever nothing not even the best things not even the worst things nothing is forever explain to them that it's not the end of the world and their hearts will be broken by someone they really like um and explain to them that you have to control your urges when you really feel like you should do something that your parents told you the first time not to do, the second time not to do, the third time not to do. They told your older sister not to do it. You know what happened when she did it. Let them know the consequences, the consequences for the choices they make that are not good and not smart and show it to them before they even get into a situation where they might possibly think that that may be a choice or an option for them. Like, you can talk to your child about STDs, which are sexually transmitted diseases that you get doing things sexually, whether it's with private parts or with your mouth on private parts or with your mouth on people's bodies in a certain way because we really don't know what these kids are doing out here. Explain to them what those STDs are. What do they look like? Here's a picture, just in case you're wondering. Here's how long it lasts. Here's what you have to take. Here's what the doctors have to do. Here's something that's forever that you have to deal with. All of that is going to, you know, get things in motion in their heads about, okay, who do I want to be outside of this house? 
Who do I want to who do I want to be when my mom and my dad is not looking? Who do I want to be when my siblings aren't around? Who do I want to be in front of my family? Who do I want to be at school? Who do I want to be at the party? Who do I want to be out of town? Who do I want to be? How do I want to carry myself? Like all of this is going to help your child grow into the best individual that they need to be. When you hold all of this information back from kids, it's kind of like you push them towards it faster because they're so curious. Why do why why is my mom keep bringing this up? Why is my dad keep talking to me about uh, beer and drinking and going too fast and girls? If it's so bad, why does he keep bringing it up? Why why does he keep telling me the stories of what he did? It sounds fun. He keeps stopping me. He never let me um, see it. He never let me hear it. He never talks to me about it. Like, you have to find your balance with your kid because you know their personality better than I did. I know my children's personalities. I know right now, even with both of my kids being two and six, I know that... Aya is going to be the child that I can talk to, teach, and her do the right thing, and her make a mistake because she's trying to be slick about doing what she wants to do. I know right now that Ari is going to be the one that is going to test me, going to push me, going to, she's going to be defiant. She's going to go against the grain. There's going to be a lot of arguments. There's going to be a lot of uh, taking things away. There's going to be a lot of punishment. But I'm going to have to do it. Because all of your children's personalities are different. Some kids, you don't even have to do too much. And they're going to get it. And they're going to do things the right way. Some kids, you got to be on them like white on rice. And some kids are just going to be defiant because they are just defiant. You know, they're going to have to fall on their butts a few times, not once, a few times before they get it. Now, I think every parent should talk to their kids about making the right choices. And the ways that you can do that is, one, by showing them the results of choices, good or bad. Two, getting involved with what your children like. Three, exposing your kids to the reality of what happens when this choice is made. The reality of what happens when I don't want to pay the light bill. The reality of what happens when I don't want to pay my car insurance. The reality of what happens when I don't have money to pay all of our phone bills in the house because you want to stay up all night texting and talking. You have to show them reality because if you don't show them reality, your kids are going to think that money comes from the sky and it is unlimited and all they need is to get your credit card and the money is just going to come a-flowing and I'm going to be able to have it and I'm going to be able to buy it. And that is not how life works. Even when it comes to your kids using your things, did you get consent from me? (laughs) I know I'm going to be that way when my girls are teenagers. Did I tell you you can wear these boots? Did I tell you you can wear my hat outside of this house? Did you ask me if you can use my purse? Did I did you ask me 
if you could go on this trip with your class? Why are you telling me the night before it's this trip? Now you're pushing me in a corner where you feel like I need to say yes because it's last minute. No. Nothing happens last minute when you are a child under 18 living with me and a choice, you know, comes where I may have to spend some money or I may have to go out and buy something right now at 930 at night. That's how your child learns responsibility. And that's that's a part of personal responsibility. Also talk to your children about, you know, when should they step in to help somebody else? In public, at a party, at school, at home, at a friend's house. And when what what does it feel like when you when your child gets a gut feeling that they probably shouldn't be somewhere? What did what should they do? Talk to talk to them through that. And talk to your son and your daughter about what happens when somebody's being overbearing? What is being overbearing? What is being too pushy? What is being too close? What is being inappropriate? What is appropriate? Talk to your kids about that. Personal responsibility is something that your child is going to have to do for themselves. They're going to have to learn to ask first. Okay, They're going to have to learn how to teach people how to ask them first. They're going to have to learn how to be aware of their surroundings. They're going to have to learn how to mind their manners. They're going to have to learn how to respect adults and other people that are their age. They're going to have to learn how to talk to people with respect even when they're being disrespected. That can be a teacher. That could be a police officer. That could be another parent. That could be... Um, another student that can be a pastor that can be an elderly lady even when someone is wrong teach your child how to talk to people with respect because different outcomes can come to your child if they carry themselves and speak to people with respect and always 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 teach your child how to Get consent verbally. And if they can, a paper trail of the yes, of the green light, of the fact that somebody said yes, they wanted to. When it comes to boundaries, teach your children to keep them their hands to themselves. Whether they're in elementary school, middle school, high school, college. Keep your hands to yourself. Whether you really like somebody, whether you really want to fight somebody, keep your hands to yourself. Teach your children boundaries when it comes to, you know, if they go with a friend at a party or event or the movies or um, to the park for whatever, they need to leave with friends. And if they don't leave with friends, make sure you know where your friend is going. And make sure they send you a location of them getting to the location that they said they were going to. And make sure you know that they're safe. And make sure you're around friends that care about knowing if you're safe, girl or boy. You know, nobody should be leaving you in a hotel room with people you don't know. 
You should never be uncomfortable in a room with someone you don't know. Verbal consent is something that should always be done. And if you are not sure, it's a no. And if you haven't asked verbatim, it's a no. If you don't remember them asking you, you never said yes. Please teach your children. And when I say children, I'm talking about age 6 to age 17. Age 6 to age 17. Please teach your children that sex is for adults. But you do understand that life happens. Things happen. Emotions get um, connected and shared. And people may think that, oh, this is a good feeling. Let me go ahead and make a move on this. Make me go ahead and act on this. And if that happens, this may be your outcome. Talk to your kids. It's better to talk to your kids than not to talk to your kids. And things happen and you still have to deal with it. Always protect yourself. Teach your children to always protect themselves. Teach your nieces to always protect themselves. Teach your young cousins to always protect themselves. Teach your nephews to always protect themselves. Teach your sons to always protect themselves. And be aware and make better choices of who to hang with. And make better choices on who to um, be alone with. And always be honest. Because if you start a lie, you're going to have to end with a lie. Because if you start a lie and you're going to end with honesty, it's going to be really, really, really hard to gain some trust from a lot of people when you end with honesty and you start with a lie. So if you start with honesty, you're going to always end up on the right foot of things. And that is what I have to share about parents teaching their children what consent is is getting a yes from someone or a no from someone is understanding what that means it's not pushing after you got your response for the response that you want if someone tells me no it's a no I'm not trying to convince I'm not trying to pressure I'm not trying to push if someone tells me yes it's a yes And they're happy about that yes. And they're moving forward about that yes. They're not backing up. They're not pulling away. They're not screaming. They're not squirming. They're not cornered. Teach your kids what consent is. So they're much more comfortable out here. So they're much more aware out here. And they make better choices when they're in certain situations without you. Because you cannot be around your children all the time. Consent is very important. And there are a lot of adults walking around this earth that still do not know what consent is. And some of them do know what consent is. But because they feel like they're in power over other people, they do not care. But please teach your kids consent. I just want smarter, more aware children out here so I can feel more at peace about wherever I'm at and my children are. And I'm sure you do too. Thank you for listening to Cozy Womb. This is episode seven, how to teach your kids consent. Bye. It is okay. You have a question. Cool. Mommy Shan can help you out with that. Welcome to Mommy Shan's segment. I got you. 
What's the question for today? Hello. My Mama Shan tip of this episode would be when in doubt, check. If you feel a, a gut feeling that something is going wrong, call, text, have a safe word um, with your kid when they need help and they don't want to text out help or they don't want to say on the phone help. Have a um, word for danger. Have a um, go-to place if they're lost and um, they need to be safe. Have that conversation, whether it's a boy or a girl, because you just never know and never assume. Always ask, period. Bye. Bye. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.